On today's Monday Mindset, we are talking about how to fix the all or nothing mindset and the mentality that most people have when they expect themselves to be perfect. We also talk about evaluating the season you're in. Are you in a push season where you're really dialed in and focused? Or is this a season that really needs to be more focused on just maintaining and being happy with where you're at right now? Live your life within the moment, moment. And don't go wait until the morning, morning. You never know when it is over, over. All that I know is the kids are back in school. Yeah, I mean, Carson's and Taylor can Taylor do daycare. So, like, if they're technically always in school, I'm not entirely sure what I'm going to do with my life when they don't have. <laughs> We need to find lots of camps and probably spend. And the thing is, is I'm like, oh, spend lots of money on camps. But I spend lots of money on daycare and totally, you know, it's basically just going to be three months of daycare, which will be like a wonderful thing compared to 12 months of daycare. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. So for Marcus with his private school, he actually went back a couple weeks ago, but most public schools around us are this week. Yeah. We start next week. So silly because if you think about it and maybe somebody out there has the answer to this, but like we were talking the other day with one of the guys in the neighborhood he, their daughter goes to a Lutheran school. You start like two days and then you have the Labor Day weekend. Mm. And like, maybe it's the thought process of like ease the kids back into it. And like, I can see that, but also on the other hand, it's like, just wait until after Labor Day. I know. I know. But yeah. Um, so you might be a little overwhelmed. You might be feeling like there's a lot going on. And then you're also trying to juggle your own goals in terms of your health and your nutrition and your fitness. And so we wanted to use this example of kids going back to school and the craziness of probably sports showing up now or, you know, whatever, after school activities, mm. homework, you know, all the things to help demonstrate how we often encourage clients to look at things and how we coach clients to look at things in terms of seasons of stress and seasons of maybe less stress and more push. Um, because a lot of people think of that all or nothing. They think of, oh, I have this couple of weeks. I'm going to push really, really hard. I'm going to work out twice a day. I'm going to extra walks. I'm going to clean up all my food. And then I go on vacation and it's like YOLO, right? Mm -hmm. And so what we want to help understand, you cannot just keep piling shit on your plate. You cannot just take on more things and expect everything else to stay the same. You need to recognize when you have periods that are more challenging for you and be willing to have a little bit of give and take kind of built in into your routines. Yeah. And, you know, I'm going to give a shout out to one of my clients here, Megan, because she started with us in a really high stress time. She's finishing up school. She's had some healthcare issues with her parents. She has kids. She's got a job. Like she has a lot going on, but she's like, I don't want to keep delaying because there's always something going on, right? And I think when we think about this season, so we've wrapped up the summer, now kids are going back to school, but then it's also going to be Labor Day. And so you could just wait another week. Why not? Right? Enjoy. Because you don't know the last time that you're going to be able to have that piece of cake. Because when you start your new diet the day after Labor Day or Labor Day, life is over. Like how many people struggle with that mindset, Mm -hmm. you know, where they keep delaying and delaying and delaying. And the reality is, There's always going to be something. There's always going to be somebody that needs your help that you didn't think needed your help, some event that pops up, right? It's always going to be something. But if your goals truly matter, 
you're going to figure it out. You're going to figure out how I make this work no matter what life throws my way. Now, there's going to be exceptions here, right? Where you're taking care of maybe a very ill parent or sibling or whatever that might be for you. But instead of thinking about this all or nothing mentality, I'm going to delay and I'm going to wait. You can think about starting now and pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. And in this time where you're in what we would call more of like a push season where you have specific goals, you're working through specific protocols, right? You're being very intentional with things. Maybe other things in your life aren't such a priority, such as having every piece or you know place in your home perfectly organized and dusted and clean and all the laundry's done all the time and right because you're putting more time into I'm going to grocery shop I'm going to meal prep I'm going to weigh things out a little bit because I'm in a push season when we're in more of a maintenance season this is where we kind of think about how am I going to do the things that are foundational that help me maintain the progress I've made but I'm not going to be so crazy about weighing and tracking everything or getting to the gym four times a week plus 10,000 steps every day, right? Like we're going to have different seasons where certain things are bigger priorities. And I think as we enter into this fall, many people will, especially from a, a mom standpoint, be entering into what they want before the holidays come, mm-hmm. right? Like I want to push myself in this time. Now the kids are back in school. I have more time for myself. Some people are, not everybody, but that's kind of who we're kind of addressing today because You cannot be in a diet mindset all year round. You will drive yourself nuts. You will eventually face plant because you're going to end up in a situation where you're frustrated, you're too stressed because like Becca said, you're just piling things on. You're trying to do all the things all the time and then you're going to end up with the effort mentality and crash and burn. Yeah, well, I think you just go back and forth constantly. You go back and forth between like trying to push it last for maybe a few days, maybe a few weeks if you're lucky, and then something happens and you burn out and then you go completely the opposite direction. So we talked about this, like law of averages, you kind of end up in the same place all the time versus working on truly changing your life. And if you have been in that type of person that like it's never the right time, well, now is the right time then because you're never going to accept a time as the right time. And so you need to just realize that you're always going to see things as being an obstacle or a problem. And so you have to just dive in. You have to commit and just dive into something, whether it's working with someone, whether it's consistently following a plan, because things get easier as you go. It's never, you know, like easy peasy piece of cake, but things do get easier the more you commit to doing them and the more routines that you start to build. And I think that when you have fails, like kind of fail proofs in place in terms of, okay, I'm following this protocol. And when I go on vacation, not thinking that you're going to be perfect with the protocol, like Liz and I both approach vacations in terms of, I'm going to keep a lot of the habits in place that I already have because I know they make me feel good, but I'm also not going to not enjoy, you know, a little bit of ice cream with my family on a summer vacation that we're on, you know, Mm -hmm. or a glass of wine or two on date night that I get once every five months. Like, you know, it's, (laughs) I'm not going to restrict myself of those things because I'm trying to be perfect because that's when people experience burnout. It's when you can create realistic expectations of yourself that are not complete self-sabotage because I think everyone knows what those look like. You know, the screw it mentality, I'm going to eat this huge plate of burger and fries. I'm going to have a huge piece of cake for dessert. I'm going to also have three or four drinks, like, because just screw it. What's the point, right? It's more so where is my baseline that keeps me in a good spot? And where can I push a little bit when I feel like I have the capacity to, and where can I maybe take from a little bit? 
when I feel like, you know, I'm on vacation this time, or it's a holiday, or we are moving our house, or I'm switching jobs, or things are just crazier than normal. Because again, you cannot just keep adding on your plate. It's not realistic. And that's where people burn themselves out. They end up face planning into all of their bad habits again versus, okay, maybe this wasn't perfect. Maybe this was not what I wanted for this. But maybe I also had too big of expectations for myself that were unrealistic and I was bound to fail because that's what I do, right? I give myself way too hard of expectations because I think I can be perfect regardless of the situation. And then I'm a failure. And that's that conversation we have with ourselves. Yeah. And I think it's also really important if you do have significant others or you know your spouse or very close friends, whoever it is that you are spending a lot of your social time with, you have support from them you communicate with them what your goals are. Because if you were just expect them to automatically understand, you're going to be really frustrated and it's going to at some point turn into some sort of argument. So I know that Becca has done the same, but communicating with our significant others, hey, here's what I you know have going on with my protocol right now. And if we want to do date night, this would be the best night to do it. Or I can then you know adjust accordingly if we have something coming up so that they understand and they're not upset at you because you don't want to go out to eat every Thursday night, right? Or every Friday night or whatever that might look like. And a big part of this communication is not that they have to understand uh, fully, but that they can just be supportive. And a lot of times I know my husband's like, just let me know what you need from me. I'm here to support you. You know, sometimes that looks like I'm eating a different dinner. Not all the time, because a lot of times the boys will, you know, just eat what I have and then they'll add something that I may not be having. But without that communication, you're going to find yourself faltering more and more because you're going to expect yourself to just be so strong. And you can, every person can be mentally strong in a lot of ways for a period of time, but you are human. And if you don't have support, you're eventually going to get to that place where you're just like, forget it. Let's just go out tonight. Whatever. Who cares? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And I think the other thing that a lot of people don't do that is harmful is they don't evaluate how much improvement has been made. Mm-hmm. We're seeking perfection. We're looking for what is, you know, what is my perfect scenario? I'm going to go on vacation. I'm going to work out every day. I'm not going to have a touch of alcohol. <laughs> I'm going to, you know, go to a grocery store and make all of my meals. And then you have, you go out to eat and, you know, you get a salmon and vegetables and you have a glass of wine. But three years ago, you would have gotten drunk and fallen asleep at the dinner table and, you know, then woken up and ordered a pizza. Like I see improvement there. I don't know about <laughs> anyone else, but like, Maybe I'm reflecting my own life. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh my God, it's so true. We would go out to dinner. So we would go out to dinner and this is, I'm going to totally embarrass us, but right now this is sad. We would go out to dinner to like Sullivan Steakhouse, have a couple of drinks, like strong drinks, like uh, martinis, come home and be like, let's order pizza. Or like, let's order tacos. Or like, just get those like munch, like the drunk munchies. Yes. All the time. Nick and I all the time. We would go to this place called Wild Monk in downtown LaGrange, which is so much fun. They have a beer menu. This is when I used to drink beer. And I would basically just pick the highest alcohol content beers. <laughs> I didn't even know what they tasted like, but that's what I would pick. And I would get super drunk and I would be so bloated, I remember. But I would go in, you know, we'd order pizza on the way home or we'd order, you know, stop at Burger King and McDonald's because it was right by the house that we had lived in at the time. Like, you guys, Liz and I come from a past. Okay, mm. that is not what our current situation is. And my gut would not handle what we used to do. Oh, no. Oh, my God. I would not be able to handle all the fried food, all the beer, because I was a beer girl, too. Yeah. Like, I loved IPAs, mm-hmm. sours. Anyways, I can't handle any of that stuff anymore. But 
That's okay. There's other options, right? But again, back to the main point, look at comparison wise. Mm -hmm. Like, have you made large improvements? Because that's something to be proud of versus what everyone focuses on is their failures. You focus on what you haven't done well. You focus on what could have been better, which can be helpful, obviously. You know, if something kind of really derailed, like it can give you some learning opportunities. But you have to also evaluate how much better have I done than I used to do? And what I would challenge you on is how that continues to evolve. Because mm-hmm. I think that's where you see the real growth over time. Like, you know, am I where I ultimately want to be? No, not really. But I don't know if that'll ever happen because then I'll stop chasing something, right? But my normal right now of what vacations looks like or what my normal time frame of like life and how I exist in life looks like is much improved than it was two years ago. Mm-hmm. My choices, my vacation mindset, like all of that. And so those are that's how you identify, are you doing good here, right? Like, are you winning in this? Are you consistently seeing yourself improve over time? No one's ever going to be perfect. That's just, you're setting yourself up for failure at that point. But are you measuring? Because otherwise you don't know. Like, how are you measuring those things? How consistency things are? You know, are are you just going off the scale? Because that's not helpful. Like, are you going off of symptoms? Are you going off of you know, how consistently you're taking in enough water and doing electrolytes. And I think for a lot of people, you know, when you feel better, you know, you're closed. I was actually just talking with one of my coaches about it. Like <laughs> Beck and I have been talking about this too, just like for us, the, for me, I feel my best between my period and ovulation. Mm-hmm. Like I feel lean. Same. I feel like I'm in a smaller size clothes, man. Three days later, bam, I could just feel, you know, totally yep. opposite. And it's unrealistic when you look at the data, which I think is important to look at the scale. If you are tracking your weight as one point of data, it is not the measure of success. As Becca is saying, like you think about all of your symptoms, you think about the habits that you have in place, you think about other things that you're doing consistently that maybe you weren't before. That's getting to the gym or pooping more regularly, right? Sleeping through the night better, having better periods, all of these things that people fail to see as huge wins because they're solely focused on they're not there yet. And if you stay in that mentality of I'm not there yet, but you stay in that mentality from a place of like resentment, you're going to make your journey a lot harder just mentally and emotionally, right? Because you just get to a place where you start to get angry. But if you can get into the mentality of like, you're continuing to chase this goal because there is no end date. As we talked about last Friday, like you get there when you get there, you're going to evolve along the way. You're going to uncover layers of your onion that you want to you know, work on and improve. And sometimes that's physical and sometimes it's more mental, emotional, right? Sometimes it's internal uh, in terms of your your systems of the body and just really, truly optimizing health, maybe preparing for pregnancy or, you know, whatever that situation may be coming off birth control, for example, right? So it's really important to, to think about how are you looking at this? I'm not there yet. Am I looking at it? I'm not there yet. And I'm angry, because I haven't been perfect. And so I beat myself up because I expect myself to be perfect or I'm not there yet because I continue to evolve and therefore my expectations, I continue to raise the bar, right? And what we want for everybody listening to this podcast is to continue to raise the bar, to continue to challenge the norm, to continue to ask questions, right? And seek answers that are data-driven, And for a lot of people, they struggle to do this because they don't track the right data. And this is something that we've put into, you know, our program in terms of tracking biofeedback and, you know, other things besides just the scale. 
your pictures, how your clothes fit. You know when you feel good. And so it's embracing that and finding joy in that, man, things are working. Even though today might be a rough day, if I take a step back and I look at things from a neutral place, I can now say, I'm freaking proud of myself Mm -hmm. because the last two months, here's the things I've accomplished. Even though every day hasn't been perfect and every day hasn't been rainbows and butterflies and you didn't feel like doing it and you're kind of resentful towards your body, like why you got to be doing these things that seems so hard. We hear this all the time from our clients. We've walked that path ourselves, but you, you step back and you say, okay, Last year, for example, at this time, am I better off than I was? And then you'd be proud of that. And then if you're not, you get your shit together, Carol, and you start to do the things that you keep saying that you want to do, and you start to take massive radical action, or don't be mad that you're not making progress. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it's constant self-evaluation. And I I really do not think that there is any other way to to find growth. You have to be self-critical with a dose of love and, you know, being understanding of yourself and situation sometimes, but like you need to evaluate and you need to not always see the negative. You need to not always beat yourself up if you're not perfect, but are things improving? Am I making that higher baseline each month, each year that I'm putting things on while being mindful of my stress, while being mindful of all of these other things that are going on in my life? So that I don't end up burned out. I don't end up giving up. I don't end up in a place where I just resent food, my body, and everything around me. 